This is the Fearless Launching Show, and I'm your host, Anne Samoylov. Today, we're going to be talking about something that I think we all are hearing more and more, and that is focus. Focus on a product, one product, selling one product, getting that working. So if that sounds interesting to you and you want to hear more about that and how to know when it's time to stop trying to sell that thing, then I'll see you in today's episode. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. All right, welcome to this week's episode. And (laughs) you know what's so funny is that in my show notes that I actually said today's episode is going to hurt a little bit. But the truth is, it might not. Um, And I'll tell you why in a second. But there's something that has been on my mind for a while in terms of how I go about my business, how I do my business. And here's the thing, we've all bought into something that wasn't necessarily brought on. This is not about a shady marketing tactic. Today is really about the things that we're told and we start to believe and become our stories and become how how we judge ourselves as entrepreneurs. So here's the question. Do you have an offer, a product or a service that if you really were to look at it and how it fits into your business and maybe how well it generates revenue or how it aligns with wherever you're taking your business, that maybe it it really hasn't been jiving at all. And in fact, and I've said this before about things that I've let go of in the past, that maybe it's been breaking your heart a little bit and pulling you to keep offering, but, but you still feel like you must keep offering it for some reason. Because we are told to focus on one thing. Focus, and there's books about it. Focus on building one thing at a time. Scale one product at a time. Focus on that. Run, you know, I've been in many coaching programs and been through many courses that have actually said the same thing. Don't build too many bridges. Build one bridge. Wait till that gets across the ravine and then build another one. Build that until it's scalable and only then can you move on to something else. But here's the thing and and I know that this isn't the case with anybody, <laughs> with everybody, not just me. Like you, you all, you start to believe that you're not allowed, that you're better, you better just do one thing. And I believe this one thing advice is true. That's, that's the weird part of this. So while I constantly feel like I'm being held 
captive or being brainwashed into continuing to focus on maybe things that aren't really aligned with where my vision of the business is or what I want to offer to the world or how I want to serve the people in my audience. I stick to things longer than I need to. And the question is, but if you're, what, what if your one thing isn't the right one thing and how do you figure that out? How do you make that decision? Um, Today's episode is really special because we've got some voices. I just put a call out on social media. I got a handful of people and I and I'm I've added them to the end of this episode so that you can hear how other people handle this situation. <laughs> it's funny because I feel like people are handling it way better than me <laughs> for some reason. Um, you know, I believe this one thing advice is true and what if you need to let that thing go in order to focus on a better one thing? My question is, I mean, I see plenty of frameworks out there on how to scale your one course, your one product, your one service, do one thing, sell one thing, try one strategy, build one bridge at a time. But I, what, but what I actually really need, if I'm being honest, is the framework to picking that one thing and knowing when that one thing is no longer the one thing. Am I right? So give me a time frame, a framework, a method for identifying and tracking a project and when to not focus on it anymore. What, how do we figure that out? And I'm seeing zero guidelines out there for this. Maybe it's because of what I'm going to share today. This is a really short episode, by the way, because it didn't take long for me to realize what y'all probably know. (laughs) Okay, so let's dive in and figure this out together because all I see out in the interwebs are countless marketing messages to focus, stay committed, keep noodling it, track your numbers. But there's no guidance on when it's time to stop, when it's time to let go. Maybe I missed that day in class. So today I'm going to share my take on this. And then at the end, uh, like I said, I'm going to share some voices from a few listeners who weighed in on this topic. And spoiler alert, they're all pretty much way better at me than letting go than I, <laughs> than I am. Um, okay, I'll tell you what this focus on one thing does to me. Okay, this is what it triggers. It triggers, you're not committed enough. You're not doing enough. You're not smart enough. You're not trying hard enough. You got to stick with it longer. It's not time yet. Don't give up. Don't leave before the miracle happens. (laughs) It's like, well, how long do I need to keep doing this before the miracle happens? And if it hasn't happened yet, and this has popped up over again, I'm laughing kind of because it really has something that's been popped up over and over again in my life. Uh, So this is our sidebar alert. So till death do us part. But when do you call it? When do you leave bad relationships or a bad marriage or a marriage that no longer suits you or serves you or is downright destructive? Um, Breastfeed for at least a year, two if possible. Um, Is it okay if I don't? And if I don't do that, am I a bad mother? Is one year enough? Should I keep going? What will my mother-in-law say? What will my in-laws say? And what will the moms on social media say? Here's another one. Stay at your job. It's stable. But wait, what if it's killing your soul and the people at that said job are also digging away at who you are? And then, of course, back to the business. Build one bridge. Well, what if I want to build two? 
Is that allowed? Am I allowed to do that? I guess I was a rule follower growing up because, um, (laughs) and I guess that leads me to really what I think I know what the problem is, is that I've been giving my power away to other people. And maybe you have been doing that too. I think it's easy to do when we want to do, do things the right way. When people come to me and say, I didn't launch the right way, even though they made sales and they have people now benefiting from their expertise. That is a real launch. (laughs) Okay, it doesn't matter if it didn't look the way other people's real launches looked. So I've been giving and, and maybe so when I like do my little list of things that I've given power over to over the years in my business and just in life, I've done that for business strategies, for knowing the right direction, someone, and sometimes we do it because we just want someone else to tell us what we should do. And we want to know what is the best path? What's going to save me time? Heck, this is why we join courses and we listen to podcasts and we watch videos because we want to know the right, the shorter, the best way. And we get to decide that. That's something that I have to come back to a lot. I always encourage people to find their best way to launch, their best way to communicate, their best way to do anything in their business. And if it's anything that I do, it's like make progress and do it your way. But we get to decide what that is. And sometimes I even fail following my own advice. So you don't have to finish reading the book. You don't have to keep using the planner if you don't want to. You can leave it half empty it's okay. You don't have to clean your plate off if you don't like the food or you're full. And you don't have to continue offering a product, a service, or even stay in business if it's not providing for you or in some way. So I'm not saying that these letting go, these shifts are all because something isn't working you or not providing you. So, but for the sake of just keeping it simple, yeah, Give, give things time if it's important, but you get to define that time and you have to define that time no matter what it is. So if you sense something is off and doesn't work for you for any reason, give yourself a deadline to figure it out. Yes, focus on one thing. That is important because there's no way for you to know what's working if you just focus on all the things. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I'm making good money or I've got a great life or I've got a great relationship. And in the meantime, you have no no idea why because you're just focusing on too many things. Too many things. It's just like split testing. <laughs> you only change one element of time on a page in order to figure out what that element that was the changing factor was. So You get to decide how something needs to perform and by when in order to keep doing it. And you get to change your mind if it works and you still don't want to do it or it's not guiding you to your ultimate outcome or it's not meshing with your life in any way. So stopping one thing in your business doesn't necessarily mean it's not working. It means you want to focus on something else. So you get to do that. You are the captain you are the driver, you are the one with the vision. So here's what I want to recommend you do. When you start projects, say, you know what, I'm going to give this X amount of time to get things set up, to get it going. 
And then if I don't see results from this within six months, a year, I'll revisit that and I'll make a plan for any changes I want to make. But I'm also going to allow myself to say, you know what, am I really enjoying this? Do I really want to do this in my business? Has this made me any money? Has this made given me any joy? Is this bringing me any thing at all? Right? So you get to decide that. So, okay, now I'm going to share a few listeners, their stories of letting go, knowing when to shift, pivot, and I hope you enjoy them. I really loved getting these responses from people. There's a little bit of varying qualities in their recordings. um, And I hope to do one of these episodes again in the future very soon. So if you ever have anything that you want me to talk about, you can even record that kind of a message to me. If you have a question, if you have anything else, I'm going to tell you how to do that after these people weigh in on the situation. All right. Hi, Anne. In regards to wanting to walk away or feeling the need to walk away from a product or service, I feel like that quite often and feel like that I have the need to keep things fresh. On the flip side, I also feel like keeping things because they might serve as a starting point for those who might be new to my world. But yes, I definitely feel you in regards to... um, walking away from certain things. And mostly, I just love to test and experiment with what flows with my energy in any given season that I'm in at the time. So that's metaphorically and literally literally speaking, um, because the ideas just never stop coming. I'm Lindy LeBeau. I'm an artist and a nature lover. Um, I've been a working illustrator slash artist for 33 years and um, I'm finding myself being called to do something else now so that means for me gently walking a new path or towards a new path of being an advocate for emotional connection to nature and yeah I am stepping away from being known as an artist which is a little bit scary sometimes and from selling my art I'll still always have that artist part of me um, and I'm going to take that with me but now it'll be a skill that I use in my new venture it's taken me a couple of years to really change course and I needed that time I needed to go slow and I really needed to process those feelings around this change because it's a big change after 33 years and I'm kind of at this place now where I really my heart really definitely knows this is the right path for me And I'm happy to be taking it slow, the scenic route. Walking away from a business is very difficult. And I have done it several times in my career as an entrepreneur. The hardest one was probably the startup, which I actually had some seed funding for. So I had a bit of venture capital and there was just a little bit, that little bit more external pressure involved. And what I really learned is that I needed to redefine how I understood success. And particularly as a female, and I'm sure I'm not alone, you know, having been this girl who wanted to be, you know, the straight A student and do really well, I learned that the the rules of the game in entrepreneurship are actually quite different. And actually, what really makes success 
is the ability to be flexible and react to sort of dispassionately, but react to what's happening, react to the numbers and the stats and be able to try new things and always have new ideas and stick with things that are working and be able to walk away. And that creates creativity because of course when you're when you're able to not be so emotionally invested in something you have more creativity and you're able to stick with something or walk away from it so that was my lesson really in starting and stopping more than a few businesses hello Anne it's Elizabeth Calderara here the intuition queen uh talking to you for your fearless launching show it's so exciting to be doing this um what what has really shifted what changed for some move something along for me well when I was building the hummingbird bridge and the women's circles of change I was trying to find my tribe the people I was going to be talking to and I was struggling I have struggled always with finding the um the avatar you know ideal client avatar and it was um, a PR lady who said to me but we don't work with avatars we work with people so think about the people you want to work with. Then once you've worked out who you want to work with, start talking to them. And she gave me tips about how to get in touch with them. And it was all like, oh, my goodness, it was a slap of the forehead. Of course, this is what I tell other people to do when they ask me. So I've just used the mirror, not the magnifying glass. And it was amazing, a real, real revelation. And I'm so excited because... What I found out has told me that I really am on the right path. So thanks for inviting me on the show, Anne, and I hope somebody finds this useful. Okay, so my thing that I had to let go, the biggest thing for me over the years, I've been in business for 14 years, I'm a professional organizer. It was letting go of my in-person clients. I knew 100% that I wanted to stop working with people in person for a number of reasons. I was making really good money doing that. And I saw that I could make even better money doing it online and with less um, toll on my emotional and my physical state. And so um, when I finally decided that, I got a lot of pressure from my husband. Like every time somebody would call me to ask me for an appointment and I would pass it on if they didn't want virtual, uh, he would cringe. And I would just say, just trust me, trust me through the process. And it has been a process and I'm at a good place now. It's been about, it's been about three years that I've been devoted hundred percent to the online space. And I'm finally have what I believe to be my signature product, uh, which is basically six months of group coaching and all those programs that I created when I first started doing this online business all wrapped up into one. And um, so hopefully once this pandemic is over, I can re-release, but um, and, and I can prove to myself that it was worth it to just make that break a few years ago from the online, the online, the in-person space. Hey, this is Joyce M. Washington, CPA of Common Sense Consulting. And, uh, and I guess to answer your question about having a hard time letting go of anything and how to finally let go of it. 
as far as like products and services in your business. I think for me, um, initially, I felt like I don't really have a problem letting go. So I wanted to dig a little bit deeper into why that is. And I think, um, at least for me and in my business and how I consult with my clients is that uh, I advise and also do review not only the tech that I use in my business periodically, but I also review the products and services that I provide. So in that review, I look at what's working for me and what's working for my team and my clients and the things that don't work um, sometimes need to be tested or tweaked to figure out how they possibly can work. And in some cases, we just need to let go of them, uh, in which in which case, you know, if it if that product needs to be retired, if that service needs to be retired, then we make a plan to do that. So that's pretty much what we do. I've always run my business by my gut. So whatever my gut tells me is right, that's what I do. And that's what I've always done. And my gut has never led me astray. Unfortunately, when I first started my business six years ago, I didn't realize that people really had a signature program or maybe a few different things that they would launch every year, year after year, at pretty much the same times of year. I didn't realize that people had, you know, different streams of revenue. I didn't know what I was doing when I first started. And so I was just launching different things all the time. I was creating things around the clock. I would launch probably six, eight, a dozen things in a year. So I've got a slew of stuff that I've created. But then when I knew better, I did better. So I have since created my signature program. But a couple of years ago, I decided it wasn't good enough. And not just it wasn't good enough because I was looking for perfect, but it wasn't good enough because it really was not providing what I wanted to provide for a business owner who really wanted to grow their business and wanted to scale it. So I changed up the entire business and I gave it a whole new name. I rebranded and I let the people who were in the original program upgrade for really low cost. All right. So thank you so much for sharing your perspective with me on this. I loved hearing from each and every one of you. I just want to say that from the bottom of my heart. And if you are listening and you want to know who these women are and what they offer and, and how to connect with them, all you have to do is go over to my show notes page over at Love. There'll be a link in the show notes here and you'll get to know a little bit more about each and every one of these people. So stay tuned for more opportunities to get your voice to the world through the Fearless Launching Show. I want to let you know that this is an important time for all of us to raise our voices and I want to give you a space to do that. So stay tuned. And if you ever have anything to share, a question, a comment about an episode, or you simply just want to say, hey, Anne, will you cover this on an upcoming episode? You know what? There's a great way you can do that. Just go to speakpipe.com forward slash Anne Samoylov and you can leave me a message. And I get those. That's how each and every one of these women shared their insights with me. And you can do the same. 
So let's wrap up with a quote today. This is a short one. And guess what? It's by an unknown source. I was really hoping I could find one that spoke to what I wanted to say. But of course, this one, you know, if you know who said these words, well, let me know. So the quote is, in life, you are either a passenger or a pilot. It's your choice. And I want you to remember that as you go about your day. And as you go about thinking about the things you're offering and doing in your business and your life, and I will see you next week on the Fearless Launching Show. Thank you so much for listening.